Yes, I did. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> That'd be well, pretty impressive. Though, that is true. Could, that would be yeah. very impressive. But I'm That's usually impressed by you. It's a normal thing. Yeah. Are you? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> that seemed real. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? How's uh, week? It's been a rough week, to be honest. Yeah? Me? Yeah, and I just kind of got over this hump of being a little bit sick. Right. I feel better today. I think it might have been a little bit of like dehydration, like offset something because right. it started with like a migraine and then just was brutal dude yeah just, hence why i brought my uh emergency pack and why you're hitting yeah. my ipad well you know <laughs> it's all good <laughs> in the neighborhood but i feel better now and it was also it was an interesting week because it's 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 one of those things where you always feel like you're doing better in your life and you feel like you're always like making progress like mentally physically and all these things and then, like, life really just throws kind of tests at you. at you. Yeah. And no matter how much better you feel like you're doing, all of a sudden you fucking fall all the way back down. And I felt a lot of that over and over and I over again today. I think I hit that today. week, like, just this past week as well. I hit that spot. Um, with the no vaping and we're on 17 days now. Or yeah. 18 today, 18, right? 18, yeah. yeah. Get it right, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> don't cheat me my days. Yeah, don't discredit us. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hit 17 days and um, last week, you know, a couple of stressors just triggered. Yeah. And um, actually what I resorted to was I've been doing yoga a lot more often every morning, except for Sunday mornings. Um, Church. Church, yeah. Church course. yoga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's that's helped a lot. It's actually cleared my head a lot. Yeah. It's just, you realize that those stressors aren't, you know, permanent. They're not going to... I also realize how little my vices that I would resort to actually solve any of the problems. You know what I mean? Because you always like would be like, oh, well, I have these stressors. So then you say, oh, I'm going to drink or yeah. use these things yeah. to try to counterbalance them. And they actually don't add anything right. to right. your stress level or making it feel better. It's like it literally does nothing. Yeah. Well, it may for like a couple hours or whatever you will while you're but drunk. Maybe. I don't know. Because even when I'm drunk, then I just get fucking angry if I'm like already <laughs> angry. Right. I mean, that's a thing, too. You just That is true. So I just like I, I saw I saw myself a lot of times being like, fuck. And like being very aware of when I like in making these mistakes, like whatever it may be. Right. And then I also saw then I saw something to like counterbalance that a little bit. That's like, like be proud of how far you've come not how far you need to go right and i think sometimes we're all kind of guilty of not giving ourselves enough credit sometimes of actually like pushing ourselves and like being aware of like all the changes or all the things you're trying to do better yeah i mean i don't know i guess it's just life man sometimes you just have fucking bad weeks it's like that counterbalancing thing as well of uh, like you need to have a bad week to have a good week and you yeah. have to like remind yourself that too it's like well i'm going through the shit right now but eventually it's gonna it's gonna get better gonna be over <laughs> yeah. Yeah. should we introduce our guests 
I think that's a great, great time to introduce yeah. you to us. Yeah. We got Jen Chento. Jen Chento. In the Chento. house. <laughs> What's welcome, up? Welcome. What's up? Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm excited. Of course. Well, all right, you can leave now. We got the sound. <laughs> we got the sound sample. Thank you. Yeah, so this is our first guest we've ever had on this show, which yeah. is going to be a new experience for all of us. Yeah, so, so yeah. Um, be courteous as we find our footing, <laughs> figure out how to maneuver through this. Yeah, no. Um, as we've already been doing, but uh, we decided to have you on. It's not the first choice, the second choice, because yeah. I'm. <laughs> but it's we would never go to your first. I was you know? wondering yeah. where I fell. Off yeah, the list. it was yeah. your second choice. It was mainly because you have such a big group of uh, social, social media <laughs> friends that we're like, oh, you know, all her friends are. It was a ploy. It was a complete ploy. It's a lie. But it's funny because it also kind of happened at the right time because you start school next week, right. so since we do this Wednesday, this is kind of the, the one opportunity you ha- really had to do it for a, a while. And since it's like kind of your apartment too, I guess like you might as well <laughs> yeah. try, try it out, see what it's, see what, see what it's like. Um, I would have been here anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or she was going to be next door. Yeah, fucking like, Gilmore Girls on weird. volume 40. Yeah. Don't judge me. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. Because <laughs> uh, we've, we've, I think we've talked about this a couple oh, times. Yeah. Of just like re-watching cool. series like over and over and over again. Yeah. It's something I used to do in the past a lot before... Um, Netflix, Netflix and shit. No, it was just because there was so, before, no, dude. It's just because before Netflix, before HBO, like before no, yeah. there were so the many DVDs. fucking new shows and movies out that like yeah, I was rewatching The Office and everything. And we talked about this in episode like four or something when I was moving and like I was holding The Office like season two DVD in my hand and like I, it was very bittersweet. So I was just like I did have so many like like hard times, good times, laughs, like oh cry like. And it's funny, like, how you can really, like, get into this show and it can kind of, like, be this background soundtrack to your life in this way. But I've moved out of that because, like I said, there's, like, so many options now. Like, I feel like if I'm rewatching them, I'm like, there's so much art out there. Like, I, sh- I want to consume and want to learn and try to, like, kind of... But I understand, like, the nostalgia part about that. So, like, what do you think drives you to, like, watch Gilmore Girls every single... Like, how many times do you think you've seen every one of those episodes? Like, look, give me... Like, give me a ball. I, I'm not even kidding. Probably, I don't want to say a hundred times. But it's a hundred (laughs) times. But, no, I don't. But think about it. Now it's kind of getting dated because the show came out in, like, 2001. Yeah. And I was actually watching it this morning. Surprise. And they have, like, pagers and it's getting kind of pixelated now. (laughs) Like, it's definitely outgrowing it a little bit, but... I, it's almost like people have comfort food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like yeah. comfort to yeah. me. Like comfort that. food for the soul kind yeah, of Yeah, it's like background noise. I still laugh. I still cry. Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. so pathetic. No, I get it. <laughs> but I I I also am a big reader and I reread books. Don't try to diminish no, this. No. <laughs> <laughs> also I'm trying to get yeah. to the core. I don't only watch Gilmore Girls. I rewatch and That's rewatch the everything. The, the with the mom and the I read when I'm on the toilet too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think I, had a, I had an ex that was really into that. Oh, it's like, it's like, definitely like, diehard like you too. Yeah. They all are. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, I don't yeah, get I, it. But I, also because I just don't get the show. But like no, but also just the Gilmore. <laughs> there's like this huge like fucking cult following that's like they're out for blood, dude. I mean, it's Jen's like, actually the leader. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she probably is. Yeah. They sacrifice a body there's a, every there's year. There's an Instagram yeah. page 
Who would you? What would be like the what would be like the sacrificial lamb of like the Gilmore Girls? Like, what would you have to kill if it was like a Gilmore Girls cult? Like, imagine you have like sixty girls around you all like, oh and it's like we need to slaughter this. It can be a human animal, Jesus. anything. Maybe someone on the show that everyone hates. Yeah. Like, there's a huge debate Let that about witch burn. Rory's I said three witch. <laughs> <laughs> about Rory's three boyfriends that she dates throughout the series. Mm. So I think maybe if you got a bunch of like Jess supporters, Team Jess, um, all the way, I wonder if like we would all kill Dean. Yeah, that'd be tight. I, I that'd be cool. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think we would do that. Kill Dean. All right. Or is there like an episode that you wish didn't happen or? Yeah, all of season seven. <laughs> <laughs> be like they so changed stop, writers. So uh, stop like, watching after season six. I actually watch up to season six finale and then just like oh, wow. that's kind of like I the know. Office for me though too. What did you stop got, on season seven? I watched I watched it all, but like after Steve Carell left, it was yeah. I mean he was yeah. I was pretty much. I saw I, I still watched. Oh, all I watched like, it. Yeah, but I was and I've rewatched it. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I have rewatched some of those episodes, which is crazy because I was super, super diehard of that. He was obsessed. Yeah, I was obsessed with that show. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah you well office me for sure. Yeah, but you still like rewatch things a lot. Oh, or, yeah. I put, yeah. I put the office on, you know, if I'm cleaning, the office is up. Hmm. If I'm like going to bed at night and I can't fall asleep and I'm just watching TV dozing off, yeah. it's the office because I don't need to be there. To know exactly where I'm at. And I'm sure that's how it is with your gossip girls. Gilmore um, girls. Or <sighs> whatever, dude. Isn't like, there like totally yeah. different? It's girls talking about gossip girls. Gossip girls like Upper East Side, Manhattan. Gilmore girls is like, they're poor. They're down to earth. They're relatable, right? You guys. This episode is brought to you by Gilmore girls and Lauren Graham, if you're listening, <laughs> she's not. Nobody she's is. Nobody is. <laughs> Believe me. I don't even think we have any followers. No, that's sad. Oh. Our Instagram people just give us likes. Just for come on. Absolutely no reason. Come on, Frank. Anyway, so uh, you're teaching next week. First year of being a teacher. Yeah. What grade? What subject? What? Yes. Yeah, so I'm right. asking because I completely forgot. No, it's all good. <laughs> what an Brother right award of yeah. the uh, I wasn't up for nomination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, so next week I have teacher like new hire training, um, but I am teaching English and I'm teaching freshmen and juniors. Um, actually, at the same school that I did my student teaching at, <coughs> uh, so that makes it like a, a pretty little yeah comfortable, a little easier of a transition. But uh, transition. Oh, you're transitioning? Not quite yet, but... <coughs> oh, school year. Yeah, school year. <laughs> you know, fall, new beginnings. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Turning a new leaf, all that stuff. <coughs> my, like, the words are completely reprogrammed in my I brain now. I so. know, it's triggering. <laughs> You can't. What did you say? Trigger. Transitioning. <laughs> you better watch where you say. Offending somebody. It is. It is. Anyways, yeah. So sorry. No, it's good. That was a bad joke. <laughs> I'm gonna get out. No, of we you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Pete and I now. Pete and I. Pete and Pete. That was a good show. <laughs> that was a good show. Going back. What led you to teach? To like teaching? Because you didn't know what else to do, or was it? I think. Like, did you have like? Was there an age you felt like you want to do this? I think when I was younger, I always wanted to be a teacher. But I somehow... Did you look at your teachers and be like, you suck at teaching, I can yeah. do a way better job at you? Uh, it wasn't necessarily that. I was just like a middle-of-the-road student. Like, I was a pretty, like, BC, pretty average student. And those kids kind of get lost, I will say that, even going into being a teacher. Um, 
So I feel like I kind of just floated by. There was only a few teachers that actually made some sort of real impact on me that I was like, yeah. yeah. And I, I was a reader from a really young age. Reading to me was always something that I spent a ton of time in. So I knew I loved English and I knew I loved literature. But after graduating from my undergraduate, which was in business management, I was like, that's not right. It just wasn't for me. I wanted to do something a little bit more creative. I wanted to lead people. I think there's something about people. I think all of us have a a sense of being like, I want to change the world type of thing, right? Like, I want to do something impactful. I think we all have it, then we lose it. And I think that's the sad thing about society, honestly. And I think that... I think people think to a big caliber, like, I'm going to change the whole world. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to rural countries and help kids, you know, and that's no, no, that's great. Not, yeah, that's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's great. But I think for me, that was almost kind of daunting because I felt like I wasn't worthy enough of that caliber of saving, quote unquote, the world. So I've always wanted to do something that was impactful. And I don't know. I just, I think I always wanted to be a teacher, but I think it took me a while to actually... But if you have that impact in your community, I feel like, you know, that can be Mm -hmm. so much more than going out to those places that do need those resources. And, you know, it is great that these people are going and doing that. It's awesome. But I think if you really want to work at something and see actual change within your community, you know, that's where you have to start. Yeah, it's important. Start small. (laughs) And the funny thing about that is, like, even as a country, we don't do that because it's like, Overseas, we're starting wars, trying to like rebuild civilization, like foreign why countries. Like, it's like, why don't we like look at Chicago, look at like Detroit, look at these Flint, Michigan doesn't have clean yeah. water, like, like like school shootings. I mean, yeah. like there's so many problems in our own country. Yeah. Like we're just trying to like outsource in this weird way. It's like start small and then like build off that because I think it's like, there's something more powerful about planting a seed than being the tree. Damn! What? Should we just end that now? That was good. I came up with that. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But right? Because it's. I agree with that 100%. Being a teacher is. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a small. I mean, it's a small way, I guess, of giving back. I think I still dream about going, you know, to all these different places around the world I've never been to to, like, see what that's like up close. Like, I grew up in a really privileged. You know, I can say that. Yeah, you guys are white. Yeah, yeah, we're white, yeah. So we're white. We're like white, upper white, white American. White. I'm, I'm outnumbered with Chinese. And, you know, I'm know. a minority. That's Even right. fucking Noki's yeah. white. We said we were going we to have a triggered episode. We've got to say as many offensive things yeah. as possible yeah. that will be on the map. Right. We, yeah. love, we love Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. They're good. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> they're big. They're beautiful. <laughs> That's so funny. No, 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 and you've um, <clears throat> traveled quite a bit, right? Yeah, I have a lot. Um, can you tell our listeners where yeah. where you've been and maybe where was your favorite part? Like, if Sorry. you can narrow it down. Cause... Yeah, so it's funny because to me, I haven't traveled that much. Like, I know that sounds absurd. I've been to, I think now, like... You've traveled a lot. Yeah, I have. I've been to I think fifteen European countries well, we've at this said point. That she's white and privileged. Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> I actually to my other yeah, compared to my other friends, I haven't traveled the at all. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's um yeah, I have traveled a lot. Um, I think my favorite place 
Switzerland is probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And then I'm definitely partial to the Netherlands because I studied abroad there. So I love it there as well. Just like the people, the culture. It's it's also really, really beautiful. Um, And then I also had the opportunity to live in Italy for five months um, at the beginning of this year, actually which was really, really cool as well. Um, but it's it's funny because traveling is awesome. Don't get, I mean, it's amazing. I think everyone <coughs> should do it. Right. But there's something to be said about, I mean, kind of like it doesn't matter where you are to your wit type of things because traveling can be kind of lonely. It can be kind of... Yeah. There's a lot of self-evaluation in it, especially because I have traveled alone to new cities and like stayed in a hostel by myself and... Right. It's just, it's just a different experience. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I, so that kind of like brings me to this question I have a lot too. When you see, it's kind of lines of some like famous people that end up, like they have all this fame, they get all this money, then they're like, you don't need all the money. You, but they have like a beach house somewhere. Yeah. And they're like right. meditating on the, in like San Diego on their own private beach. <laughs> or it's yeah. like, right. you know, you travel and you're like, you don't need to travel. You can go home. Like, I think because you have those experiences, right. it's easier to say that. It's like you have more clarity with that idea. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I agree with oh, you, yeah, though. Yeah. And I agree, like, you don't need, like, all these things to be happy. You don't yeah. need travel to feel good where you are. Yeah. But I, I just, I think it's it's just funny because you always hear the other people that are, like, at the top being like, you don't need all the <laughs> money. Like, money doesn't buy you happiness because yeah. it doesn't. No it doesn't, shit. Right. But you got to be honest and say it's it's a lot fucking easier. I think maybe reflecting on that, like, in retrospect, I think it's because I haven't been anywhere that's so completely different from mm-hmm. where I am. Like, yes, Europe is different than the United States, for sure, in many, many ways. But I haven't been so culturally shocked, you know what I mean, quite yet. I think... Yes, there is going to be language barriers. Yes, you are going to have to figure out a public transit system in a city where you don't know the language. I mean, right. Those are things that are going to happen. Um, I think the most culturally shocking was being in Italy and being like... I don't know. I felt really... Hated. Yeah. Yeah. Really out, like an outsider. It was the first time in my traveling experience where I felt completely like a third party. Um, and even when I would try to learn their language and things like that, it was almost pushed away. Just like a lot of like raise yes, races. Yeah, people would just speak to me in English. Like I was like, but I'm trying. Like, there was good try. ones though too, right? Yeah. It's what is what's the split? 50-50? What I mean it's I think a, it's hard to say. I mean, it's like just how you know it's it's bad that they generalize Americans because they think Americans are loud and rude and whatever but we do the same thing exactly so i can't go and say that all i can't say all italians are rude because a few people or they all stink or they don't wash their underwear but they don't wash their underwear they don't i mean come on (laughs) but you guys do well i guess this is yeah mexican um yeah i don't i think the biggest thing too is like when you are traveling a lot Whatever, you guys would be eating it. <laughs> no, I, I love, I love Filiberto's. Creaming some Mexican some food all of a sudden. Fucking Filiberto's. Refried beans. Uh, <laughs> Pete's got a huge ass or a saggy <laughs> diaper. I don't know. Ew. It's got it pretty gross pretty quick. America. I guess. God bless. Um, do you have, like, any, like, crazy story? Like, what's, like, the craziest overseas story? Or, like, 
like a maybe the mo- most scared. I keep on like wording yeah. this question wrong. Most scared, yeah. scared is. That gonna- this what is this? The scariest, teacher? the scariest. What's the scariest, scariest moment in your life? What's the scariest or, moment of traveling? Traveling is that right? No, because scariest would be present, like or yeah. it's like an adjective or verb. So it's the most scared. The most scared you've ever been. For some reason, it sounds weird. Yeah, because that's past. What's the most scared you've ever been, Jack? That's are gonna be like every day, every episode. Well, just in traveling, so either scared or like or like craziest, like like fun, like the most fun. So Nick knows me a little better than you. I was I grew up in a very like pretty anxious, scared of a lot of things. Like didn't even like going downtown in cities that we lived in because I wasn't exposed to it. So you would yeah, think so traveling, traveling abroad, yeah, you, yeah, normal <laughs> social activities going downtown. You would think someone like me would be scared all the time when I travel, but I really public transit doesn't freak me out. Like I. I don't know. It just became so easy. I really cannot think of a a moment where I was scared, but I will say a moment that was pretty funny. The first city I ever went to abroad was Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished the story yet. That was gold. That's why I got you on. Shit, put up. <laughs> we get in that right now. Yeah, okay, bye. Jen Gento, folks. <laughs> I don't tell good stories, but I will try. Um, I was abroad. Oh, I was abroad. It was my birthday, and Irish people are known to be overly friendly. <laughs> and in America, if random men said like, "Hey, like we'll take you downtown, show you a few bars," Psycho like killers. yeah, you're like, "I'm out." Yeah, like I'm gone. These fucking creeps. No, these guys asked me and my two friends. They're like, "Oh, it's your birthday. Like, come in our car. We'll take you to the north side of Dublin. That's where all the yeah, cool yeah, bars yeah. are." Yeah. No, but it was like, and we were really sketched out. They're like, oh, Americans, you're so scared of everything yeah. or whatever. But it's a, like, it was just Sounds so like funny. Sounds like a horror movie. It, yeah, yeah, I know. They did not That's get in the car. That's how the centipede started. Uh, you guys yeah. are so scaredy cats <laughs> yeah. in America. You scaredy cats. Um, just live a little bit. Oh, no, I went they, in the, I went in the car with them. I went in the yeah, car with they, them. Yeah, and had a great time. And had a great time. And it was like nothing sketchy, nothing weird. I was just like. Partying just in butt Dublin, stuff. just <laughs> butt stuff 2016. Yeah. Um, that was the best bumper. Oh stick. my gosh! She, oh, oh yeah. I'll tell you can tell because she sent me the picture, but like she took a picture of this bumper sticker <laughs> of, in 2016 during the election. What did and it it's said? a butt stuff 2016. <laughs> try, let's try something new. Yeah, butt that's what it is. <laughs> nice. We kind of we kind of got it with Donald Trump, I guess. Yeah, he's but, probably into butt stuff. I mean, he grabbed him right by the. He definitely has gotten a finger in there for yeah. sure. <laughs> Melania, I see those alien fingers. Oh my god. <laughs> E.T. go home. <laughs> we gotta build that wall! So, um, is that the only place you've experienced... Is that the only place you've experienced, like, racism like that? Like, I think... I, oh, I've been a lot of places where people... Hate like, is Americans. it pretty hard for people to be racist? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's... I'm talking about white, white people. I know this is Getting white privilege. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So is that pretty like negative for you? Yeah. Yeah. This was my fucking elementary, middle school, yeah. summer high school. <laughs> you brown little boy. <laughs> my whole family's in prison. Yeah. How does it feel now, Jim? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was eye-opening. Yeah, to say the least. Oh, Damn, I know. I feel like an asshole saying it, but people no. hate Americans. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's what's interesting. I that's kind of where I'm That's yeah. exactly. That's what it is interesting because yeah. 
you think that we're this great superpower or whatever because we're putting our nose everywhere. <laughs> everyone's asses. And everyone's asses. We do that a lot. Huh? We yeah, do. Yeah. What you got over there? It's like, like some u- uranium? <laughs> it's like gasoline? Yeah. But, but it's just like, It's funny because being right. somebody like, and it, I, I experienced that in a way too because I, like, I don't look like I would speak Spanish and I've caught like Spanish people talking shit about me and then understanding. So that's the same thing for you is like you right. knew Italian and people saw you as another stupid tourist that yeah. like doesn't embrace the culture, doesn't give a shit about or respect them in any way. Right. And then they're over there talking and then that, and then, so it builds this terrible divide. Like we're, we're all hypocrites in a bad way that separates us from trying to get closer but there's always going to be bad apples and bad seeds and everything exactly. bad apples and bad, bad seeds and bad, bad apples eggs. or whatever bad AIDS bad AIDS oh AIDS <laughs> AIDS I guess all AIDS no, it's, it's all AIDS, AIDS. Bad. it's all pretty bad yeah, um, yeah I was on a, a train once going just from Milan where I lived in Italy to another city and I was with my friend from London and London. she from London. From yeah. She was from London. And I met her at the art club for my <laughs> papa. Oh God. That's great. Um, and we met these people, Americans, on the train, and I talked to them the entire train ride. And we get off the train, she goes, Bloody hell, I freaking hate that. Like she was like, if someone <laughs> random who I didn't know came up to me and started chatting with me, I would hate that. And that's something about Americans I kind of liked and kind of missed being abroad. Like, you randomly to be in a grocery store and you kind of make a comment to someone in line, like, near you or something. Just, like, the slightest conversation between a random stranger. Those things do not really? exist in Europe. But is that just because you were American? No. Hmm. Is that part part of Hispanic culture? Like, is, like, little, sat, like, that's common, Within right? Hispanic? Yeah, like, just, like, little banter between, even if you're just, like, in line or, like, random... If you don't know the person. Or, or is it everybody kind of keeps, like, straight, narrow, kind of, like, yeah. out of each other's There's way? There's always banter. Yeah, yeah that's so that's like, strange. Yeah. So everybody's like, is that all European countries that are, like... I mean, I haven't, like I had, like I said, I haven't been to all of them, but in Italy, it was very much like that. I would be with my friends who were Italian. But maybe just because you were there, no? I don't know, maybe. But from what I understand from my friends who are European, they tell me the same thing. Hmm. They don't. Everybody's just like... Like, you don't go make friends in bars. You know how maybe here you've had a few drinks, there's people next to you, you'll say something to them? No. Huh. That doesn't exist, really. I don't know. I think it might be hard in your scope. Right. But I'm saying even my friends may, from Europe, uh, that's what they, they say. say. They're huh. like, it's not a thing. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And that's something I mean, I talk to Pretentious everybody. dicks, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think you are? Huh? Who do you think you are, huh? <laughs> get out of here, you salami sandwiches, your meatball subs. Forget about it. <laughs> that was such a terrible. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of Italian. I'm so bad. You know, we're really yeah. not Italian. No, isn't that? We have 1% of Italian blood. That's pretty us. good. Yeah. So that's our majority. <laughs> Rush, I always want to do that 21 of so ma- er, Russian? Andrew did it. Everywhere. No, we're, we're like English, Swedish, German, and I think we have a little bit of like Dutch in us as well, which made me. Really excited. That was pretty cool. Um, like Dutch chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Gouda cheese. Um, oh, Gouda's really good. It's I the like best. It's from the Netherlands. Cheese. Why do you think it's they my favorite it, country? They named it good. <laughs> they named it good. Yeah. This Gouda. is good. This is good. I speak English. We're really culturally sensitive here. <laughs> we're, being, we're being assholes. Gouda. Yeah. <laughs> this is Gouda. Gouda. I am Groot. 
<laughs> I am Groot. I am That's Groot. so funny, dude. Uh, yeah, where did that come from? I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> tw- the, the ancestry shit. Oh, oh yeah. So we're really, oh, crazy. we have an Italian last name. I thought I like, talked to dad about it and he said like his... Oh, dad, dad's name. He yeah. was so offended by Andrea's test results. This is garbage. Just right. exactly. throws in the fireplace. I, I mean, dad would be Trump more Italian. Said it. It's, right. It's mom. She mudded us, you know, American. Damn time. it, mom. I know. Yeah. Hmm. She's very. But isn't the baby? Like, isn't the the birth of the baby and everything mostly the dad? Anyways, like the dad is kind of responsible for uh, the ch- the child completely. They do all the work. <laughs> they are responsible for taking care of the. You have a feminist <laughs> on this yeah. podcast today. They really do yeah, everything. During the pregnancy, yeah, they have to involved. put up with them complaining all the time, <laughs> getting up to go to the bathroom, going to sleep back and forth the whole time with all this shit. Men are the most ostracized sex, for sure. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great spot You to know make. who I really give my respects to? Male seahorses. What? Because you have to give me more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm keep going. Yeah, just stop you there. So Anyways, they ma- they mate, um, and then the female actually pumps the male's uh, stomach or abdominal wall. Damn, full girl, of ba- full of the babies, and the dad actually carries them until they're ready. She's and like, I've been doing this shit. You know, <laughs> I've been doing this shit for a thousand years. She's like, I'm out, boy. <laughs> my Biology mom, my is. grandma, my yeah. great grandma, my great 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 grandma. We're done. we're done. Okay, we're done. It's your turn, <laughs> We're done. That's actually pretty cool. It is really interesting. There's a uh, there was some the great facts of Nick Chenzo. Yeah. Some under. That's what this podcast should have been. There's there's named. some there's some like under sea some kind of sea creature um, that it's all there's only a female race and they like they give birth to their eggs but they do everything by themselves. Oh, there's lesbian lizards too, dude. Is there? They live here in Arizona actually. Yeah. Lesbian lizards. Yeah. Also, That's what they're called. In a red state. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're um, oh, yeah. gender fluid. Gender fluid. No. Non-binary. 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 What's your pronoun, lizards. Yeah. What? Right now? Yeah. 100% male, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How far along in your transition? <laughs> How far? Is that appropriate to ask to anybody on the street? No. What's your gender? I'm going to say no. Yeah, no. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. But. Someone on Facebook wrote that they went up to a transgender female while she was getting her nails done and said like, oh, like, thank you for living your truth, blah, blah, blah. And she paid for her nails and she wrote about it on Facebook and I'm just scrolling at the hate. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you're not supposed to blatantly be like, oh, like, right. You know, it's like, or just do makes them feel or, so or, not. Or have the jester pay for it at the counter and don't say anything. Like, <laughs> like that's what it's yeah. still gets so tiring about like Facebook and social media. It's like, like the feeding the homeless with a thousand cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Number one, great nutritional fucking value <laughs> to the homeless people. What are they going to heroin shit this McDonald's double cheeseburger up. But they, they, they have, they've been constantly for the past three days anyway. Yeah, like, right. Now it's going to smell even better on the streets. <laughs> Thank you, you asshole. But they also have to just like videotape the whole second like have this like yeah, super dramatic that, music so, like do, like do, 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 do. and they're just like here go, man. How are you feeling? Like, dude, you've never ta- talked to a homeless person in your fucking life. I can tell by how you look. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a generalization. <laughs> okay, forgive me. Okay, well, okay, we're walking on eggshells, man. Okay, there's probably a couple. There's probably a couple good examples. 
But they're also, it's so much just for likes and subscribers oh, and just, sure. yeah, dude. it's so annoying. That's the sense. Like, just have a good gesture just and just it. do it. Yeah. Just do it! Like, we were <laughs> a couple of Christmases, a couple of Christmases ago, we were at the bar, Rachel and I, and um, the bartender comes up and he's like, yep, your, pillow, your bill was paid for, you know, don't worry about it. It was from um, a secret Santa here on the bar. Right. And that was so cool. And I was like, I wonder, I'm fucking looking around. Like, <laughs> Santa? Who's, who's looking at me, you know, yeah. Yeah, looking for Santa? But um, no, that's really cool. And then, yeah. you know, that, um, what's the word? Discreet or anonymity. Yeah, he didn't anonymity. have to have any like. Anonymous kindness. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's our anonymous podcast Great. with Nick, <laughs> Pete, and Jennifer. Great start for teachers. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really, I get really upset about that. I'm a bone to pick with some of those people that post things like, look at me being kind. Yeah. Why? But it's also just a waste of time to pick their waste, bone. Well, yeah. I would never actually be like, I'm not one of those people that's going to sit there. It's crazy how much energy people, like, it's because they have so much anger, like, feeling they're just like, finally, my chance to, like, I think the only time I've ever, like, caught myself Doing that, it was like if I'm drinking and I'd be like kind of drunk, like oh well, now you know today, today you're in for it. Man. Yeah, today. But I would always delete it. I always like would write something long and be like, then kind of think for a second. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. stupid. But at least I got like the words out there yeah. enough. Koi like journal. Again, you know when I read something like um, said, try not to say anything mean to anybody for thirty days, then forty five. Fuck that, you did. We ain't inspirational today. 30 Fuck days. You. Yeah, wow. Oh, another 30-day challenge. That'd be actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. But it, we wouldn't make it 30 days. Oh, no. There'd be no way. So it'd be like because almost you, a contest I, I to see say, how long. I, should, I say shit jokingly, like offensively joking. Yeah. I don't know. It's, right. You know, between our banter and, you know, whoever we hang out with. Um <clears throat> There's like that healthy balance. We talked about that before yeah, with like depression. It's like loving those like self-deprecating jokes a lot and loving that comedy, but then falling too deep into it because we were talking about controls you. and we even talked about this on like the podcast for my thirtieth birthday when I was talking about that like I guess when I was younger I'd always say like I'm gonna kill myself before I'm like twenty five yeah. or twenty seven or something. Yeah, like how and, is that? And as a how joke, but as a constant thing, like you've recently talking about like that actually like affected me yeah so it's like you you live in this state of mind even if it's a joking way for so much it's your whole it becomes your whole identity your whole ego and everything yeah, yeah. and you're just that's what you're carrying around and that's why i think we came to the conclusion of like balancing that like mm -hmm. there's a healthy aspect to it and right then there's a very you know it couldn't it can turn very unhealthy and very you know yeah, yeah acknowledging it but not like feeding it <laughs> right, too much it's right. like acknowledging it that you've yeah. been there but acknowledging i don't know it's yeah it's a, yeah. We don't it's a balance that. i think it's, it's tough either. to find but it's because you were talking about that too before just like playful being mean too and like playful being like and i've learned kind of over the last year of trying to reduce that as much as i can too because like even those side little comments like it, right and sometimes it just comes at the wrong time like like, for example, like I was just saying, like, this week has been fucking miserable for me. So just a little, like, a snarky thing. I'd be like, like, you know, fuck you. Like, that's all it would take. Yeah. It's just that little. And I think so much yeah. of us are kind of high functioning on that level of just this one little thing happening. So I think a 30-day challenge or something like that would actually be, like, super, like, positive. Or, yeah. at least, yeah. or, or at least being mindful. Mindful. More being mindful of it, yeah. Instead of, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't Maybe we should do that. 
Yeah. And just like go on this like Instagram compliment everybody and like yeah. really you guys are doing great. You guys are great guys. Because then it seems so like and then there's like too much of that too. Or like I hate those fucking people. No, I know you are. I know you are. I know. Look at your room. It's all fucking posters of you know. You've never lived until you traveled so far. Your heart is so full that you're drinking out of champagne of I love. I love. <laughs> just has a lot of those. I like, love that though. I have to wake up every morning. And like, you know, there's I a, a thing quote. about that. It's, it's good. It's, no, it's, it's a mantra. Yeah, it's I, a, and I, I've done that before. It's too. like putting it's, it out in the universe, yeah. and like, or reading it to yourself, <laughs> or saying it to yourself, yeah. like. Yeah, you know it. It is a thing. It's just the people that do it, like it just yeah. it just overdo it, it or just like society. We throw everything. We just fucking. Do it yeah. so much, we beat the hell out of it that like you lose the authenticity of right. people that are actually yeah. doing it it's to benefit themselves. Well, like yeah. live, yeah. love, laugh. We make fun of that all the time, right? Like I do. Right. When I go oh, in people's house, yeah. I'm like, live, love, laugh. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. fucker. She takes it in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> but how sad is that? Three really simple words put together, we've made fun of. Like I made. I'm so guilty of this, mm. but those are pretty good things. Like. Live, mm-hmm. well, yeah, love, yeah. laugh. Yeah, that's pretty positive. Like that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with like um, I will laugh at yeah. it every oh, yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. But it is it's no. like our it's our fucking cliche. It's we like keep going back yeah, to cliche. Right. Now we have this cover like we record live every week and we try to like have conversations and it's funny how often when we're really reflecting on the last week or current events, like we'll bring up these cliches. And even with meditating, it's kind of one of those things too. It's like the simplicity where you strip everything back. Yeah. And it's like these cliches, these like live, laugh, love or whatever. It's, they can be super impactful because it like boils down (laughs) language to such a simple thing. I've been in my yoga videos like that. She'll be like, and just let all the stress. Yeah. Yeah. Like she'll say all these little corny ass things. Yeah. I'm laughing on my mat, but at the same time, I'm like, so in the zone and relaxed and you know, it's just. Yeah. It feeds my soul. Movie. I love those parts. No, no, I, I, I do. Final Shavasana is like... Oh, dude, I know. Especially yeah. when you do the hot yoga and they, like, oh, they yeah. put like the... Yeah, like those, the towel. The towel, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it out in the sun. Yeah, and that's so, awesome. Yeah, you can do in that. In my backyard. I try, yeah. but it's an apartment complex, so they really give me a weird look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also does it naked, so it's oh, really confusing. Yeah. You well, you don't want an uneven tan. Don't you do it naked? No, I do it with my boxers. Oh, okay. I did it naked once, and I was like... Still a little I was like, I wasn't in the zone or focused like yeah, much just because flapping in the face. Yeah, aside from that, I was like, Darn. my neighbors, you know, like I don't want, you know, they yeah. hear me in the backyard. Exactly. So, like, hey neighbor, how's it going? <laughs> oh shit! You know, happy I'm, baby. I'm yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> full on happy baby pose. Get fit a radish in there. <laughs> Is that a micro? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, get over here, kids. I've never seen one of those. <laughs> Oh, God. Good stuff. That is good stuff. Anyways, uh, another topic I'm going to talk to you from micro penises to guns because I I shot guns. (laughs) They go compensating. Sometimes they go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Anyway, so I was being like overseas. There was. Back when you were over there in Italy, there was quite a bit. It was like almost other, every other day there was a shooting yeah. here. It was fucking crazy. Um, what was the reaction to that over there? Like, were you, were you afraid to be over there? Like, in a fort? Because there is shit that happens over there, too. Yeah. Not, as, not as often right. as... Or at least not as broadcast. I don't really know. Yeah. 
but like what was was there fear there was there fear for people back home what yeah was I mean for me I remember when the Florida shooting happened at the high school oh shit that was oh that was while I was abroad and that obviously the the nine hour time difference it happened at like 3 30 in the morning I have happened to wake up in the middle of the night so I was just watching all the like the live you know news streams about it and stuff but I mean in Europe they can't even fathom something like that happening um I don't think Italy has ever had a gun shooting at a school I was shooting at a school. Yeah. Um, so, like, my host parents, I remember we all sat around the dinner table the following day, and she was just like, I can't even, like, why do you want to be a teacher? Like, I can't even fathom. And are they, like, this burdened by it? Is it heavy to them, or is it kind of just like, some, I mean, like, when you're far away from it. It's like, like, all like dumb Americans, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Not to be, not to say no, that's not there. No, for that's the same for me when I see it overseas. It? I mean, think about how many people in... China, Europe, Russia, like... That's like, what they think. It's just, yeah. Or, yeah, they do. I but mean, even for me, I'll, that's what I'm saying. It's like, because yeah. I'll look at a headline, I'm like, that's so far away that it's like... I mean, think about how many people like in Africa or something, like in like villages yeah. die daily, but like you don't... You don't hear about it. Or you're not like burdened by that. So it's, it's just become like a statistic all, already for them. Yeah, I think it's funny I, uh, you bring this up because on my first day of school, I already have my lesson planned. Uh-huh. And I have this TED Talk and it's basically called The Danger of a Single Story. And it's about this woman from Nigeria who has this... She goes to the U.S. And everyone in the U.S. thinks that she's, like, been living in genocide and poverty her whole life. But really, she was an upper-class Nigerian woman. Both of her parents were professors. They actually lived a really full, pretty wealthy life, right? So everybody has this kind of single story of certain places. Uh Um, Sometimes the single story of just Africa in general is this genocide, war starving children and that is a story in in a lot of places in Africa so I think what has happened with other people looking at the U.S. is that that has become our single story gun violence in schools gun violence in general that's crazy has become the U.S.'s single story for everybody in in Europe it's like Donald Trump school shootings that's it that's it oh those two things yeah really I mean those are the loudest things they are I mean literally literally and (laughs) yeah um but we also feed that in a way too. Sometimes I think right. about that too. I mean, what I get really annoyed of is like, and I'll I do this with like Donald Trump all the time too, because yeah. like I get I like paying the news, I like staying up to date on politics, but I get so fucking tired of it too, and I get tired of hearing every fucking tweet. It's like, I don't, why is a tweet? I know. On an every official, fucking official yeah. presidential like. And I understand. And I and, I and I understand that like it's, re- Ooh, it's stupid that he's. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid that he's doing that. Like, and I, but it's throwing fuel to the fire to put it on every single like mainstream and like be talking and digesting. Like, can we, can we just be like, this guy's ridiculous. Let's like put some voices on other people that can like maybe try to help shift society because he's not going to be doing it. Yeah. Well, I think our country is also really obsessed with news. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. And media in general. That's true. I've only been in. I would say I've been to 15 countries, but I spent the most time in the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Italy. And in those places, normally a family only has one TV, most of the time only one computer. That's a great point. Um, and the news was, I never saw Italian news. Or it's a 30 minutes. Or, like, yeah, even the, mon- even the monks. The monks have like a TV that just won in their communities, right. and they just watch it for 30 minutes, just the news, like, or it's an hour every week. or so. It's different from whatever right. place, but it's. 
That is true. I don't think about that. We we do really like we're such a news it's and a media just always want something. We're but we're all desperate and fiending for it too. It's like a drip, like an IV drip. Like come on, I need more. I need more. And isn't that for like school shootings though too? It's like you're giving these anti heroes and yeah. glorifying them in yeah. a way. Or it's like I, I don't know. Yeah, I I think. Fucking give them a number. Where did I heard that somewhere too? Like, just give them a number. Don't give them a face. Like, yeah. don't show them on the they news. They should. Yeah, because I, I don't this know. is giving like other kids with these mental health issues that I say because usually it's under drugs or I don't know, just um, anger. But we've talked about it before too. Is like, is it is it better to have a dangerous person with a face or no? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it an unmasked enemy, enemy or a masked enemy? I don't know what which is actually better. I mean, maybe you should talk about it. Maybe you should point out, like, this is the guy. Like, this is the face of evil. But we don't even show that because we don't say this is the face of evil. Like, think about every single shooting is almost a white person in America. And they're not looked at as a terrorist or a hate group or anything. We're just like, that was a crazy person. Yeah. Like, we're just mislabeling or mis like identifying it, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think a little bit. The, the scary thing about publicizing these pictures of these... Um, men that do the mass shootings. I say men because most of the time it is. Um, That's true. I wonder why that, I mean, testosterone, I guess. I do say (laughs) that it's good to show the face sometimes, but however, I think if someone showed me pictures of all the people who've done shootings in the last, like, five years... I would sadly be able to be like, okay, that's the Denver, Colorado shooter. Me too. That's the this shooter. I think that's kind of scary that we know those faces of evil so much and we don't talk about the victims, which is... Yeah, that's also true. I mean, we don't talk about it long enough. I mean, that's the scary thing. Even abroad, as I was watching, you know, American news and reading, you know, like New York Times and things like that about this violence that's happening in my own country it's scary how quickly that news just goes away i think we talked about this a few days ago i mean the vegas, the vegas shooting? shooting i think it was publicized for a week Dude, that's because how much it was just like bye all right think of all the money things. in vegas all those casinos are like giving millions of dollars to people to right. keep it quiet because they're gonna lose business like it's it's insane like think about how that was a fucking crate that no. like that was one of the most like chilling and I, I'm getting chills right now even thinking about yeah. it because it's so fucking terrifying you went to Vegas like a week or two it later which awful. you're fucking crazy for even doing it that awful. I think like Vegas for me is like off I'm the done. map yeah. Yeah. have you been there before I've been done? and I have family there so that's uh, the only okay. reason I would go but we don't really yeah like we go walk the strip and there's not so even fun. I'm, like, I'm glad I did nice. it. I'm yeah. glad I got like blackout drunk a couple of times and like I never did that. No, See, I never, yeah, and I don't gamble like. So. Yeah, me either. So that's another yeah. reason. I, was I mainly went to hang out with family, like because my uncle was throwing a huge party for. Like, you guys always have parties. Yeah, that's not <laughs> I love Mexicans <laughs> for that. Really, party in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody can see. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is a, such a. So are you afraid of that being a teacher now? You know, it's funny because when I began student teaching, I... You're terrified. Let me, like, set this up to you. You're terrified of guns. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like... No, no, no. Yeah. Put put anything on you or say anything. But, like, when my dad first started... Too late. You already did. Yeah. Yeah, You've already started that (laughs) in the podcast. When, like, what I previously mentioned, like, my dad started collecting guns a couple years ago. What do you think? Three or something. Like, 
you hated it so much. Like, you cried. Yeah. Some, like, because she didn't even like being, like, in a house with him. Like, yeah. she hates guns. Yeah, I do. Do you yeah. still? Yeah, I hate them. Yeah. Still? So, I I'm just setting the story up for one. that. I just want to get yeah. that out there before now telling your story of being afraid. Are you yeah. afraid of it? So, it's funny, because I really, I hate guns. I will be frank. I've had a lot of nightmares about, like, mass shootings and things like that, which I think a lot of people... I don't know if these two guys sitting next to me, but a lot of people probably have had those types of nightmares because of how. Do you think like in that department, in that department mainly, like the teaching side? I don't. Like, I wonder if a lot of teachers like this is. Dude, that stresses them. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's funny though. It's like fuck. Yeah. I'm not getting paid enough. Like with the red for Right. Thing, you know, it's yeah. like and I'm. It's pretty just much like, putting my life on the line. Like who knows what the fuck. Right. Which it's funny because I thought I would be terrified then, for, and I do hate guns. I don't like them. I don't want to shoot them. I don't really want to see them. I don't like gun culture. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like them. But it's funny because the second I started teaching, I thought my guard would be up all the time. I'd be like really scared, and I just wasn't. I was just doing my thing, yeah. kind of like you how you should do. It. You I don't mean, think about regardless it. of where you are, if you're in, a, I mean, the scary thing is it could happen anywhere, right? Yeah. That's so true. You, it'd be like living my life every day, going to a grocery store, yeah. being like, oh, shit, yeah, someone's yeah, going to come sure, in here with an sure. AR, you know. Um, Even if they're just shopping because they're yeah, a dickhead with yeah, gun fucking, culture. Fucking idiots, yeah. I hate that shit, dude, <laughs> so too. much. Especially like in like... I mean, like when you're like Scottsdale or something, you're just I like, don't mind it concealed. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they sh- like the guys that like are tucking in their shirts are just like, Show yeah, like yeah. dude, like what? Oh, cool. You're escalating a situation before it's even been yeah. escalated. Like you're just skipping ahead ten steps like that just well, by doing that. And where I teach specifically is, I know for a fact that most of these kids' parents do have guns. So that does make me a little weary just because I know they're so accessible. And there's a lot of Mexicans where she teaches. No, there's not. And that's (laughs) the reason. But that's the reason. That's that's where the school shootings are. A non-diverse school. Yours would be, like, yours is, like, not to say, like, but, like, if you're looking at, like, a a pie chart of, you know, what... Right, where it's going to happen. Like, it doesn't happen in the inner inner city. And I think one of the crazy, like, solutions, like, inner city schools all have metal detectors. Every single one of them. And there's no school shootings there. Like, that's a small... There's some other shit, but no school shootings. I mean... (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's just... There's other shit everywhere. Fights, drugs. When you're putting kids in a cage and confining them, I mean... It's not a cage. Um, <laughs> it's a free it's space a for learning. It uh, should be, but it's like, you know. Yeah, I think the, I mean, we have like gates there, and fences around the school that I work at. Like there's three security guards. It's pretty high. Uh, armed? Security. Are they armed? They're not. We don't have armed See, security. See, that's what I, when they were like debating the whole thing, should right. teachers be able to carry or yeah, whatnot? what do you guys? I don't think like we need, if the teacher's qualified and is, yeah. you know, I have like the, you know, go I green agree. light. I green agree. light with that. But yeah. also... Not all teachers are going to go out and grab guns. No. Who hate guns? Yeah. The majority but, probably. But the history won't. teacher down the hall that, could save her that. life. Or you know, no, just put know. three armed security guards at yeah. the school. Right. There's a lot of easy solutions. But like, and that's my biggest problem with it. I think it's it. all just cash. There's like, no totally. money. Yeah. There's no solution. Yeah. There has yet to there be. There is solutions. There are, but, but there's yet to actually be put into motion. Because right. Because any little step. It's the other side that hates the other group so much. Like, yeah, yeah but what about this? What about this? It's like, okay, yeah, but... Fuck the media! But, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's like, it's one, stall, one small step for man. Yeah. One giant leap for humanity. Like, yeah. it, But it's so true. It's like, with anything that you're doing in your life or on a bigger scale of things, it just... 
putting things into motion and then you learn as you go because you're never going to get anywhere if you're you're just going to keep on questioning every single fucking yeah. thing you're trying to do we have solutions or just because my neighbor doesn't you know agree with me I'm just going to keep Fuck you, neighbor. Every yeah. time, like, yeah. no, right? Yeah. No, so just be like, okay, game. what can, what solution can we come down right. to? I mean, people that are shooting up places aren't listen. responsible gun owners. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Like, yeah. they aren't. It's and kids. how did they get that gun? Right. Well, because the dad had a gun and yeah. he kept him in a safe. Like, and yeah. the dad didn't pay attention to the kid. Like, there's all these that's other. That's a thing. I mean, yeah, it's, there's it's a, such a huge. The family is a huge. I mean, I mean, mental health. Yeah, it just. And nobody has nobody addresses mental health anymore, and I think it's just it's really getting worse and worse. And I think when or you have or it's it's talked about or mislabeled. I feel yeah, like. that, that for sure. Yeah, because yeah, we're always quick to just jump on it. It's exactly. like yeah. we have these and categories. And we only want like, it for one week, like, and then like, oh, we're still talking about that. What's new? What do we need next? Like, yeah, I think we've been so accustomed of just you know all this intake and consumption of. Yeah. society and just all these propaganda thrown at you that you need that you feed it now like we feed it yeah right when i think in a way and i think this is just from teaching high school and seeing high school kids and i don't want to say this in a small way because i know mental illness exists i feel it in my day-to-day life i know it's a thing however it has become kind of like cool oh yeah to for be sure anxious. for sure it's been yeah. kind of like look at the rappers to be my anxiety yeah. You know, it's so it's a, such a and it does it touchy. Does. Oh yeah, it's such a touchy subject because what about the kid who really is like like the people that post Instagram things of like cutting themselves, hurting right. like things like that. It's especially it's like what? Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, I because like you said, I've dealt with depression my whole life too, mm-hmm. and like when I've done these things, I'm not lashing out on social. Like you are so in such in a dark place. So it's like it's when like you're, a personal thing. It's yeah. so personal. You're usually doing it on spots yeah. where you won't notice or. Yeah. You know, you can cover up with a long sleeve. And it's like or, it's like the boy that cried wolf, you can't hear over the wolves when yeah. there's so many kids sure. screaming. But so like there is that kid that like really needs he the help did. and he's so kind of pushed aside or he's even kind of made cool in a way because he has that that people all kind of feed off like, yeah, well, my friend, he tried to kill himself last week. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so and that's huge attention. too. Yeah. yeah. This suicide rate right now with these kids is... These young little whippersnappers <laughs> killing themselves <laughs> and eating those Tide Pods. They are though. It's crazy. I got eating the Tide That's, that's, another, that's <laughs> but a whole... Are more people committing suicide than they ever have? And but is that statistic-wise because there's more people? I don't know. That's a great question. But I know this generation of kids, Just I don't know. But I can't yeah. imagine. I know I'm only 25, but I cannot imagine being a kid in high school right now. Yeah, but nobody can. I can't either. I mean, but, but and it, I don't want to. I don't all that all seems so miserable and stupid. It's like, yeah, because you're old now. Like, you've learned from all those dumb mistakes. It's not even like, that. I'm just saying about just the generation. Like, in 2018, going into 2019, I would not want to be a high school student. There's... It's just a different time. I don't know. It's, it's so easy to say, like, you don't... But, like, if you're right. born into it, you're right. born into it, yeah. you're, like, that's the only that's reality the only you, know, you know. Yeah. So it's like... But I see what you're saying, because it's, right. it's like, so publishing everything, putting everything online, trying to get, like, everybody's approval, trying yeah. to... It's so much of feeding your ego in a weird way. It's like social media is basically, like, how you want to per- have yourself perceived. It's like this cloud... And then you're just sending all these things. So you're just trying to become more and more like this right. character that you are. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
Well, authenticity, all of that is completely lacking. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's like all... What happened to Olive Garden? So different. That's authentic Italian food. I know. You know when you're I mean? here, you're family. My first job was at the Olive Garden, and my family... Loves it. Loves they it. love to. My mom loved it until she. No, we didn't. I love it. I hate the food. No, no, no. Like it making was like, fun of her. We're working. Yeah, we're working. And it was like two and a half. Almost three years. Dude, like I was committed. Yeah. I yeah. Good old. Olive Garden. I worked it out at the OG. Do you like looking back? Kind of like miss those times in a weird way. Yeah, I kind of yeah. miss being like nineteen, serving tables, just like being an Everything idiot. Everything was easy. Yeah, I was so, but I was so fucking stupid. I made everything seem. <laughs> he was there. I, I was I, too. I mean, yeah, every we year, both, every I, year, every year I, I look up, back, I'm yeah. like, you were a fucking idiot. Yeah, I really was stupid, and I thought I think life was that. so hard. Yeah, right. I think it's good. Like even a couple months ago, like that was dude, stupid. Totally. Like, yeah. like don't even wait a year. Just a week ago. It's that constant self-reflective, yeah. constant yeah. trying like, to change, get better. And I feel like this podcast is helping me with that a lot because you like we're forcing each other to be reflective every week and right. to kind of talk about things that we're going through in yeah. our life and also having somebody to challenge. I mean, fucking what we were talking about this a little earlier. Eighteen days. Yeah, eighteen days. Like, can yeah. you can you believe like, you grew up with me? Like, can you believe I've gone eighteen days without drinking? Like, I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I mean, like, there's years of my life I didn't even go eighteen days like in a row or yeah. not even in a row like here like random day like right. like it's crazy it's never been 18 days like no yeah for I don't probably think last ever. like 10 years yeah I don't think ever well kind of same for I quit a little bit smoking completely but then I got the vape and I've been doing the vape for like four years now and then the past four years it was just like it's funny because like I don't I don't mean, like step on step on your feet because like because no, I've it. always like seen vaping it's kind of like this douchey kind of thing because it's, it, it's, it's it really is. made in that culture <laughs> <Not> so <okay. laughs> no so I do forget sometimes that there is the nicotine in it and so you have the addiction of nicotine yeah because sure. I was a, like about a pack a day smoker for about five or six years <clears throat> and when I quit that I just had so many other vices still at the same time it didn't really bother me I was still smoking a lot of weed and I was drinking so heavy that I was kind of like. And, like, cigarettes in Seattle got, like, $14, $15. Like, oh, if shit. you're a yeah. constant smoker, it was, way too, it was way too expensive. <laughs> yeah. so, so I didn't really have those kind of... But now, like, hearing your story and hearing you talk about, like, in, like, kind of those instant kind of, like, anger, like, the anxious or, like... Right. I'm like, he's withdrawing from nicotine. No, I, you just sure. you, you disconnect it with it because I just see it as this, like... Oh, cotton candy, like yeah. uh, blue, blueberry. <laughs> Limited <melon>. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I told you the other day this dream I had. I fucking, I like, I was on the couch just watching TV, and Rachel walks by, and I, I hit my vape in my dream, and I was like, oh fuck, you know, blow that shit out. What am I doing? I throw this at Rachel. I was like, throw it away. <laughs> oh, seriously, that's how I was. I was like, throw this away. Throw this away. I don't want it. And she's like, really? And I was like, and in my head, I was like. I didn't really. I didn't want it. I didn't want to inhale. I blew it away as good as I was like, should I tell? Yeah, should I tell Nick about it? Because I was like, I don't want to let him down, you know. But and then I like woke up and I was like, oh fuck, that's yeah, that was stupid, you know. But in the same yeah, in the in the same aspect, like you put it in perspective into your life, and it's like you really don't want that anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do. And I see it, you know. I I think I keep it there as like a. 
reminder, right? Like, or is it ever a trophy? Because it could be like we were talking about this when I was moving with you have like yeah, keep some items is like items. this memory or like like I just called I don't know if trophy would be the right word. It's like a mem- memorabilia. Memorabilia. Yeah, memorabilia. Right. Remember, remember, remember. It's like that memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> but like, would you keep, like maybe it's like that too? It's yeah. like I remember yeah. those times. Yeah. How long have you been a smoker? Since I was like fifteen. Oh yeah, that's a long time. I don't know how old you are. You're old as fuck. Yeah, no, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> I like your face. Is like, damn. How you get your skin like that? Looks <laughs> my Gosh. natural Mexican. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> aging white. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just being no, like so ostracized. <laughs> but white people age for shit. Oh, I mean, no. we look. We look. We look awful. It's the anxiety, the depression. Yeah. <laughs> The, just like, the pale skin. Why do you think you know how to shoot kids? Yeah, I know. God. Yeah, back to guns, actually. So, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, last week I shot yeah. a gun for the first time. And Which we, I was really surprised he really? was going to do. And yeah. it, it was just one of those things. And we did it a couple hours before the podcast. So like, I didn't really, I couldn't really properly digest it or really think too much about it. And yeah, we, I think we vaguely touched about it. Like, oh, we shot these guns. It, yeah, just, I, it was just, I didn't have enough time to kind of like. Yeah digest it right yes. like I'm a stoner so it takes a little longer like you gotta give me some time yeah. <laughs> so anyways um, it's it's crazy so my the biggest thing that I really pulled away from it was that I was so desensitized in this weird way like it wasn't that much different than like that I imagined like I've, I've grown up playing I love playing laser tag when I was a kid you know playing games sh- first person shooters seeing movies like I held it and I was like okay like I kind of knew what to do there's a little bit of force and like you felt I guess a little bit more like oh shit like you could do some damage with this like this is dangerous you know Um, and there's people around you it's like goddamn, like that anything could kind of you know they're in control of everybody's life around you so there's that sense but I was still desensitized in the way that I was like this is a gun like I knew I knew what to do do. and I thought it was easy yeah, which is Pretty which much. is yeah, yeah. And which is kind of like the like the AR or whatever. Like I was saying, like the one that shot the most rounds, like that was probably one of the easier guns to shoot. Right. Which was crazy, but it's also just crazy because it's like almost been he has pro. A nice it's, setup too. So like he's he got a nice. Uh, oh yeah. Both. You know, he's got a little Rachel's dad and my dad. I mean, they're yeah. both, like they're just this is their like that middle they age got, like, crisis. Like this is yeah, the total dad boner stuff. Like, <laughs> look at the scope. It's like, yeah, I got, like... They, it's kept, cool. they kept whooping guns Yeah, out, like... Yeah, Dad gets, like, He's like, Georgia, bring more guns. Paige, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get the artillery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it was, it was just... But it's funny, because I, I, I was talking to you about this a couple days ago, about that conspiracy podcast I listened to called Tinfoil Hat. And I always have enjoyed, like, conspiracies a little bit, but there was a while ago, like, 10 years ago, where I was way too far into it, where it was like, yeah, I just, I didn't, I saw everything and I was like, <laughs> everything was I had, I definitely, yeah, I was like, everything. He, was, he was upset. But now, I, I still enjoy it and I enjoy it in the way where like, I think there's like little tidbits that might be interesting. So there are conspiracies that come true. Like there are truth to conspiracy sometimes, but a lot of times it's just fucking batshit, but it's fun to listen to. Right. Um, two days after we shot, they had an episode, they were talking about how during World War One, or the Vietnam, no, the Vietnam War, like the Americans were afraid of killing people, like they didn't want to really do it. Like they were just they're hesitant about taking people's life because back in those days, I mean, think about the media. Like you didn't see people dying in movies. You saw like songs, and so then they started making war movies, and they started like kind of s 
escalating these things and kind of desensitize people through media and through advertising through propaganda to be like this is more and more like oh, okay I've seen this or like look I'm I don't know it's like an old war movie not like Rambo like like I'm sure there are some guys that are like 19, 20 like high on coke or something like I'm Rambo fucking going through villages and just blasting people because I mean those years are completely off but I, I'm, I'm just using that, that as some kind of reference of there's got to be some right. kind of programming yeah. in our brain, whether we're aware of it or not, and how much it actually affects us. But it definitely probably gets down to the wire of some people that really become obsessed yeah. with. I mean, with like video this games. movie or this video game or yeah, like I mean, and then going from that to saying playing VR and then that becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah. And then you've seen that Black Mirror episode where they start programming the soldiers to see the enemies as like monsters it's it's like holy shit like we are doing that slowly but surely do you think that's why because we mentioned earlier that um, (laughs) that men do most of the like mass shootings and as a female not to be sexist but I don't play gun games but they are making a lot more more feminist yeah and I know there are girls out there that totally love that kind of stuff but like I don't watch a lot of war movies I don't play a lot of video games and so maybe that is why I'm more on the the spectrum of guns hating them you're sending your little Megan Gilmore right I know for 20 years (laughs) 10 years like that's why that's your reality this is your bubble my echo chamber is going (laughs) but it's just yeah so I wonder a little bit maybe that's why it is mostly men that could be true maybe in the next maybe in the next 10 years we'll see more women shoot I mean that's horrible no that would be interesting because like what I just said like with this whole like feminist me too movement you see Hollywood's like okay we need to and get nah, I'm not, I don't have anything against it don't yeah. get me wrong but it's, it's making the Wonder Woman's all these Scarlett Johansson's becoming like this ass kicking like they're, yeah, it's definitely yeah. starting to get in there a little more so it'd be interesting to see even Hunger Games all those like yeah. kind of interesting to see Feminist. if like maybe that kind of starts happening I don't know I don't know that would be yeah I think do you see Red Sparrow I didn't but I love I Jennifer Lawrence so I, I can't even watch it either yeah but yeah, that's another example of yeah. Yeah, yeah I want yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you guys see that movie? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Um, She's cool. I heard it was yeah. good. Though. Yeah, I did too. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I finally watched uh, Ready Player One. Like, it's like oh, yeah, it was the okay. second episode we talked about. No, I don't know if we talked about the movie. I think we talked about prior. I, I think we talked about the book, and I like miscredited the book completely. And now that I like, I think back on what I said about it, like. Because there's so much more that you do than it's just like I think we came to the conclusion that I like said it was almost like the same thing as here like people worked in it you know yeah right but there's right. also that no that was a different that, movie I think you were talking about was it yeah I don't know but I, we smoke a lot of weed yeah that's true anyway my memory is so bad yeah but we talk about simulations a lot too yeah. and with inside of dreams because I think it's it's a fun kind of thing to stretch the imagination yeah, on. Yeah, which I really enjoyed the movie, actually. Did you? I, I enjoyed, like, the 75% of it. But near the end, it started getting kind of boring and old to me. I think, for me, like, a lot of the movie that was interesting to me was, like, kind of the seeing the future in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of seeing VR, like, because he was talking about, like, people don't want to live in this reality anymore. They're all broke. They only go outside. So it's called, Jen, you've never seen it, or yeah. I don't think you've read the book. So it's yeah. like Oasis is this world, basically, like virtual reality for, that they okay. can exist in. So, and basically everybody, they hang out there, they see people, like, 
the only thing they do in their real life is basically like go to the bathroom, eat, and sleep. Well, in the movie. Oh, it's different in the book. In the book, well, yeah. well, I guess no. In Oasis, I think they they have classes, like they go to school and everything too. And I don't think oh, they showed that. No, they didn't. No. no, they kind of focused just on like the egg hunt, like the Easter. Right, egg that was hunt. basically what the whole that's movie what, was about. Yeah, and that's pretty much what the book was about. But the book just gave you a whole more intel. The book's always better. Oh, oh, oh yeah. dude. <laughs> well, there's so, so, <laughs> so much more time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was it skimming makes it sense. over this morning. And that's why series are better than movies too. I, that's so what I was thinking last night. I was like, this like they could have gone so long and like in kind of into these stories a little bit deeper, learning the characters and everything. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you get an hour and forty into the movies and they're like, Oh shit, we gotta end this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you better like, hook up with the girl, you gotta get a happy ending, you better I, make up with <laughs> his family, and then we'll end it. Yeah, I hit pause because I had to take a piss and I don't wanna miss it. And it was like halfway, and it's it, it, like I had two hours left. I was like, "What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's right. insane!" Isn't it a really long movie? Was it, it, it was, it was kind too of long for me. I think that's Nick why I lost. I hate yeah. unless I mean sometimes they can really captivate my yeah. attention. I just feel like so many of the times it just feels like they're really dragging it on for. I don't know. I think and then like some of the races or um, ways you get to the keys or whatever uh-huh. are different in the book than. In I was wondering about that because I was like this uh, and I knew because he actually I borrowed the book from him a long fucking time ago and I can't get into like reading sci-fi I think because I like reading like self-helpy kind of books because when I read it's like we have this yeah, it like makes me. What's more nerdy, self-healthy or right. sci-fi? Or like what feeds? It like <laughs> what? Fiction like what tickles your imagination yeah, the yeah. the right way? I guess. And then for that, I was like, it, it like feeds you like you go into their reality a lot more. And than that's like, what I do with books, dude. I love doing that. With yeah, because you can kind of see where their fucking crazy yeah. mind kind of can take you and everything. And I I just I enjoy the movie for the sake of number one seeing that reality will become that at some point yeah. because I've done virtual reality and I'll tell you it was already fucking crazy like so surreal and that's the beginning of the technology like think about the original Nintendo and like the Nintendo Switch or like Xbox and shit yeah. right now that was what 20-30 years okay so now say 30 years from the VR now to like that's not that fucking that long insane. so think about 50 years like we're gonna be existing in some you other like the haptic suits that they wear yeah. and shit and, uh, it, and it's kind of weird they too. wear these body suits that so actually they feel everything. feel like gunshots or bullet or that's how I feel when I read <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so that and I think that, that was, was the original VR then I guess no it, it, it's like I, all in your head if we're talking movies books series I will choose books yeah over and over again I think I would too yeah I'm a bad yes. reader I think it's a thing that you either really enjoy yeah. or you just don't I think it's a pretty fine I line too. I try to force myself and, I, and I've, I've fallen off again and it always happens uh, man damn it Nick I know <laughs> Falling off the horse like, again. Like I read. Typical Nick. I like binge. He's probably been drinking this whole time. Right. Like binge, binge read a book. Who would yeah. guess I've been something. I know you. You. Yeah, and I was like, and I was feeling good. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna. At least I was like setting this parameter, like, kind of with I talking about writing. I was like, I'm just gonna read ten minutes a day. Yeah. It's just ten minutes, and that usually will turn into something. Yeah, like, just getting that. And even if we do or a chapter, pages, and even chapter. if it's a chapter, still in two months or I three months, really you'll slow. you'll finish a book. At least you'll finish a book. You know what I mean. Um, I so yeah, read, like I'll read a page, and then I'll start it all over again. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a pretty 
quick reader. But I think it's just, I, it just depends on the book, really. There's yeah. some books that I've taken a long time to go through. I mean, there's lines. been books where I've been one day, yeah. two days, then done. A couple but, hours. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been there for sure. That's why, yeah. I mean, going back to the teaching thing, I don't want to like change gears completely, but these kids don't read. I don't want to make a generalization, but most of them do not enjoy reading or no, like reading. Dude, that's so sad. Um, and I'm really, that's my number one goal. It's so lame as an educator this year. I want to cultivate either some readers or some writers. That's yeah. my number it's hard. one goal. I mean, I think the problem is too is finding the right book. I mean, you have to inspire people. Yeah. And I mean, there was books I read in high school, like the classic, The Great Gatsby, Catcher in the Rye, but they really stuck with me not just because they were like based around a white male. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I can, can I could relate to it. But also because having a class where you can actually dissect every like every uh, chapter, because my reading comprehension isn't very good, like. I remember when the Harry Potter books came out, like I had to read one for school and I like, I read it all in like two days, but all I was doing was reading the words. Like I was just like, retaining putting, it. I wasn't retaining anything. So like, I, I, how do you get better at that? So school always really helped me with that. But then those books, they really stuck with like the themes and yeah. actually being able to digest it. But also like we weren't as... Fucking phone savvy and computer yes, savvy, yeah, TV yeah. savvy. Yeah, we we were rewatching DVDs, we like we so like you got bored of rewatching a DVD, so you then you would read a book. Yeah. Five, but now it's. Um, what, what were we going to? Yeah, you had the class you said, and you would comprehend in there and read, <laughs> read it over. I really never got into that. Actually, I got into reading a little bit after high school. Mm. Oh. Um, because I did read The Great Gatsby and all that. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like kind of. Yeah, floated on by through yeah. it, you know. Pinche Lettos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't relate. I'm never rich. I don't yeah. drive that car. He know. has a pool. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the twenties, he doesn't have to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, afterwards, and I think that's why I do reread like that page twice, yeah. or you know, just to really dive into it, or like, how did he get? Because I'll find myself sometimes like reading another page that I just read, you know, and I skip over. I'm reading this page, and it's like, how did he get in that situation, you know? And then I was, like, flipping two pages back, and I'm, like, rereading that whole, you know, three pages. What was the book that broke you? Like, what was... What's, like, your earliest memory of a book book being, like, dude? Like, it not only, like... Maybe not the one that changed your life the most, but the book that got you to start, like, reading. That you're like, I want to start doing this a little more often. And if you need to think, if you have an answer. I remember mine, yeah. Fourth grade, it was, it was, the book was called Ruby Holler. Couldn't even tell you what it was about now, but I remember that was the first book that I read and I was like, yeah, this shit's awesome. And then I, from there, I don't remember. Not even like I I think it was about these two, they were two orphan kids. They lived in an orphanage um, called uh, Ruby Holler. Yeah. Yeah, it all just got worse and worse from there. Um, I can't imagine it got better. Yeah, so I just remember that was the one that I, I mean, I was right in the thick of like Twilight, Harry Potter, like all those really cult fiction books. Yeah. And I, make fun of them all you want, but I still, Dude, to if this it day, start, if so it, it started a yeah. lot of my... Playing in the lo- seed, man. Yeah, love for reading. So I, I think, you know, Twilight's is a ho- it's horribly written, but I was really <laughs> invested and really engaged. It's funny how many it's, girls it's, like And I read so it. Easily the thing is, I read, read it. it. Yeah. It's just so... Yeah. Did you read or watch any of them? No, I never uh, read any of them. Yeah. I think the book... You're I remember... It. I don't I remember who wrote it. it or... I think it was called Glass. 
Okay. And I think I was in senior year, and it was this book that's just... Um, I picked up, I think it was in the young adult fucking sections, you know? Yeah. And it was just about these drug, like, drug problem. It was called Glass. So. Yeah. And it was this author, I can't remember her name, but her format in her books was, like, spread out, kind of. Um, and she would write all her books like that, because I remember I read two or three of her books. I can't remember the other ones either. But it was just, I think... Um, and I never had like those drug addictions or I knew people that mm-hmm. were so, <laughs> not, until, not until my later years yeah. <laughs> trying to quit that heroin yeah. it's fun uh, I mean it's, yeah. it's a roller coaster I could probably yeah. relate to that book more now than I could than yeah. ever. but I think that's but that's what got me reading like that gotcha. like, got the ball rolling that's yeah. why reading's so good I mean that's why it's great though yeah. that's what I've always liked about it it puts yourself in somebody else's shoes that are totally different than for you sure yeah. I mean it's so cliche it's cliche it's a cliche but it's true I mean yeah. that's that's why I love reading I love just getting away from my own reality and yeah being involved in someone not else's that, life. Not that, like, your own reality is terrible. No, well, not at all. Because you guys are white people. We don't know her people. Yeah. That's true. My life's pretty freaking You watched shame. Fahrenheit 451 with me, right? Yeah, and I, and I remember reading that book in high school as oh, well. Oh, yeah. great? It's like, it's, I don't know, it's the about author. when they start burning all, they the, burn all, all the, the books. books. Yeah, who's the author on that? I can't. Oh, uh, that's really bad that I can't. I'm sure we have phones or something. We can look it up. But, eh, we need something. We can look it up. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't but I remember reading that in school too and being really intrigued by it, but not until the movie, it kind of, it reframed it in the, yeah. of going forward in time rather than kind of back in time. So it was, it, yeah, they were trying to shrink the language and everything. It was crazy. Uh, Who is it? Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury. Because there are so many ideas and things that are fed yeah. through books that like kind of plant seeds in people that maybe the government or people in control don't want us to think because they don't want you to think outside the box and this and that. And, yeah. yeah. Well, you look at those, no, I'm sorry. You look at those books like Fahrenheit 451 and 1984, and even me and um, one of my coworkers yesterday were like, oh gosh, Big Brother's watching. Like, totally joking, but that book was written so many years ago, and here we are. It's insane. They're still so relatable. And we're banning them, too. Yeah, I mean, there's a banned book. There's a ban on Fahrenheit 451. There's a ban on a lot of books. Yeah. 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 To Kill a Mockingbird in the South. All Kurt Vonnegut's pretty much banned. Like, Slaughterhouse Five, um, right. Chuck Palahniuk, I know. Is yeah, Chuck Palahniuk, a lot of bands. His, his yeah. books are kind of like, I mean, I, think, I love Fight Club. That's like. No, I love his books too. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, for band in like a school oh, yeah. setting, like I, I don't. No, yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, they're even at the holes? school that is I work. Holes? I feel like yeah. I read that. Kite like, Runner is one of them that they're trying to ban. I'm just like, come on. We're like trying to like desensitize us in this other way, where it's like you don't want to like deal with these hard truths either it's like you want to try to like they're trying to like wash away these like i don't know the the dark sides of humanity when the dark sides of humanity are among us and it's what makes us it's what makes us it's i don't know i th- i it's just sad to see it, that small picture of banning books and taking ideas away from people mm-hmm. and what i've tried to do recently is which which an example of guns is trying to really 
if somebody's really into something, I want to learn. And podcasting's got me into that because, like, I'll listen to people that I would never listen to for three hours, and you hear their point of view, and I don't agree with a lot of things that they're saying, but we do meet in the middle, and I do learn some new things from. Them. So, right. like. For guns, for example, like my dad loves guns. He's obsessed with them. It's like, okay, so take me to your playground. Like, okay, like show me like, or t- talk to me about it. Like, that was one thing I wanted to like play along. It's like, oh, this podcast has made Nick and his dad bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's huge. But like uh, superhero movies was another thing we've talked about. This in the second, like I was always like, that's so dumb. Then I start using my imagination a little bit of that. Now we're talking about simulations and I'm thinking about alternate realities in different ways and in new ways and maybe a little more often than I would before, so I'm, I'm trying to subject myself into uncomfortability a little more often. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. It's uncomfortable yeah. territory. And yeah. I think that's what that's the thing about banning books. You're trying to not make people uncomfortable, and I think you learn a it's lot. Okay and you're kind of like it's good. It's important. It's important to kind of like stretch the brain in that so way. So you're gonna watch Gilmore Girls now? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I feel like I've probably tried before. No, like like I always say, like it's. Again, it's cheesy, but like life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So I don't yeah. know. I do things that scare you a little bit. That's yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but we want to go. Besides guns, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, yeah, well, hour and 20 on our longest episode. That was, oh, that was yeah, a good talk. Sure. That was fun. Right. Yeah, Thanks for awesome. joining us, yeah. Ben. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was for awesome. Sure. should do it again. Yeah, for sure. All right. Folks, we love you. Thanks for listening. And who do you think you are?